Welcome back. Uh, it's been a little bit since we've been together, but we will uh, pick up nonetheless. Open your Bible to Exodus chapter 9. Uh, the title of today's lesson is Egyptian Cattle Dies. Open your Bible to Exodus 9 and let's read. Exodus 9. Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and say to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go, so that they may worship me. If you refuse to let them go and continue to hold them back, the hand of the Lord will bring a terrible plague on your livestock in the field, on your horses and donkeys and camels, and on your cattle and sheep and goats. But the Lord will make a distinction between the livestock of Israel and that of Egypt, so that no animal belonging to the Israelites will die. The Lord set a time and said, Tomorrow the Lord will do this in the land. And the next day the Lord did it. All the livestock of the Egyptians died, but not one animal belonging to the Israelites died. Pharaoh sent men to investigate and found that not even one of the animals of the Israelites had died. Yet his heart was unyielding and he would not let the people go. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Take handfuls of soot from a furnace, and have Moses toss it into the air in the presence of Pharaoh. It will become fine dust over the whole land of Egypt, and festering boils will break out on men and animals throughout the land. So they took soot from a furnace and stood before Pharaoh. Moses tossed it into the air and festering boils broke out on men and animals. The magicians could not stand before Moses because of the boils that were on them and on all the Egyptians. But the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart, and he would not listen to Moses and Aaron, just as the Lord had said to Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, Get up early in the morning, confront Pharaoh, and say to him, This is what the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, says. Let my people go, so that they may worship me. Or this time I will send the full force of my plagues against you and against your officials and your people, so you may know that there is no one like me in all the earth. For by now I could have stretched out my hand and struck you and your people with a plague that would have wiped you off the earth. But I have raised you up for this very purpose, that I might show you my power and that my name might be proclaimed in all the earth. You still set yourself against my people, and will not let them go. Therefore at this time tomorrow, I will send the worst hailstorm that has ever fallen on Egypt, from the day it was founded till now. Give an order now to bring your livestock and everything you have in the field to a place of shelter, because the hail will fall on every man and animal that has not been brought in, and is still out in the field, and they will die. Those officials of Pharaoh who feared the word of the Lord hurried to bring their slaves and their livestock inside. But those who ignored the word of the Lord left their slaves and livestock in the field. Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward the sky so that hail will fall all over Egypt, on men and animals and on everything growing in the fields of Egypt. When Moses stretched out his staff toward the sky, the Lord sent thunder and hail, and lightning flashed down to the ground. So the Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt, 
hail fell, and lightning flashed back and forth. It was the worst storm in all the land of Egypt since it had become a nation. Throughout Egypt, hail struck everything in the fields, both men and animals. It beat down everything growing in the fields and stripped every tree. The only place it did not hail was the land of Goshen, where the Israelites were. Then Pharaoh summoned Moses and Aaron. This time I have sinned, he said to them. The Lord is in the right, and I and my people are in the wrong. Pray to the Lord, for we have had enough thunder and hail. I will let you go. You don't have to stay any longer. Moses replied, When I have gone out of the city, I will spread out my hands in prayer to the Lord. The thunder will stop, and there will be no more hail, so you may know that the earth is the Lord's. But I know that you and your officials still do not fear the Lord God. The flax and barley were destroyed, since the barley had headed, and the flax was in bloom. The wheat and spelt, however, were not destroyed, because they ripen later. Then Moses left Pharaoh and went out of the city. He spread out his hands toward the Lord. The thunder and hail stopped, and the rain no longer poured down on the land. When Pharaoh saw that the rain and hail and thunder had stopped, he sinned again. He and his officials hardened their hearts. So Pharaoh's heart was hard, and he would not let the Israelites go, just as the Lord had said through Moses. Now, the last time we dealt with the, uh, the plague of the frogs and the insects over Egypt, now we will pick it up with the next plague, which will deal with uh, the cattle dying, uh, boils, and hell. Uh, um, but we will note that uh, this starts out right after the, uh, the uh, all the plagues that happened in chapter 8. Now, Yahweh is about to put a new plague on the Egyptians. In verses 1 through 7, uh, we read, Then the Lord said to Moses, Go to Pharaoh and speak to him. Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, Let my people go that they may serve me. For if you refuse to let them go and continue to hold them, Behold, the hand of the Lord will come with a very severe pestilence on your livestock, which are in the field, on the horses, on the donkeys, on the camels, on the herds, and on the flocks. But the Lord will make a distinction between your livestock, I'm sorry, between the livestock of Israel and the livestock of Egypt, so that nothing will die of all that belongs to the sons of Israel. And the Lord set a definite time, saying, Tomorrow the Lord will do this thing in the land. So the Lord did this thing on the morrow, and all the livestock of Egypt died, but the livestock of the sons of Israel, not one died. And Pharaoh sent, and behold, there was not even one of the livestock of Israel dead, but the heart of Pharaoh was hardened, and he did not let the people go. Uh, now, there are two things that we want to note here. Number one, only the livestock of Pharaoh died. Number two, the livestock of Israel did not die. This is clearly a miracle from the Almighty because Pharaoh still doesn't budge. Now, he had heard these things said in his in his ears that all of his livestock would die, but uh, not one of the livestock of the children of Israel would die. Yet instead, uh, he doesn't budge. Now, Yahweh sends the plague of boils. Let's look at uh, verses 8 through 17. 
where we see this. Then the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, take for yourselves handfuls of soot from a clean and let Moses throw it towards the sky in the sight of Pharaoh. And it will become fine dust over all the land of Egypt and will become boils breaking out with sores on men and beasts through all the land of Egypt. So they took the soot from the clean and stood before Pharaoh and Moses threw it towards the sky and it became boils breaking out with sores on man and beast. The magicians did not stand uh, before Moses because of the boils for the boils were on the magicians as well as on all the Egyptians. And the Lord hardened Pharaoh's heart and he did not listen to them just as the Lord had spoken to Moses. Then the Lord said to Moses, rise up early in the morning and stand before Pharaoh and say to him, Thus says the Lord, the God of the Hebrews, let my people go that they may serve me. For this time I will send all my plagues on you and your servants and your people so that you may know that there is no one like me in all the earth. For if by now I had put forth my hand and struck you and your people with pestilence, you would have been cut off from the earth. But indeed, for this cause, I have allowed you to remain in order to show you my power and in order to proclaim my name through all the earth. Still, you exalt yourself against my people by not letting them go. So, although Pharaoh's heart is hard, apparently some of his people have come to at least fear Yahweh because some of them heeded the warning and brought their servants and livestock into safety. Uh, but of course, uh, Pharaoh, you know, his heart is still hard. Even after he sees it on his uh, magicians, he still isn't budging. Uh, now uh, the storm comes and we move to the next plague, which is a plague of hell. And we see this in verses. Uh, let's look at verses 22 through 26. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me back up. Let me backtrack. I meant to say... Uh, Let's look at verses 18 through 21 to look at the uh, plague of hell. Behold, about this time tomorrow I will send a very heavy hail, uh, such as not been seen in Egypt from the day it was founded until now. Now therefore, sin, bring your livestock and whatever you have in the field to safety. Every man and beast uh, that is found in the field and is not brought home when the hail comes down on them will die. The one among the servants of Pharaoh who fears the word of the Lord made his servants and his livestock flee into the houses. But he who paid no regard to the word of the Lord left his servants and his livestock in the field. I actually misread. I kind of jumbled uh, uh, my notes up there uh, a minute ago uh, when I uh, I read this a little bit too early. Uh, this is uh, where we see that some of Pharaoh's people at least fear the Lord. Let's look at verse uh, 20 again. Uh, the one among the servants of Pharaoh who feared the word of the Lord made his servants and his livestock flee into the houses. So we see that even for a, uh, a heathen like Pharaoh, uh, a non-believer like Pharaoh, there are still those who, with all of these things going on, are still uh, coming to fear. And they realize, you know what, uh, what the Lord is doing here is, uh, uh, is, is something mighty. Now, uh, in verses 22 through 26, we see the storm coming. It reads, Now the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand towards the sky, that hail may fall on all the land of Egypt, on man and on beast and on every plant of the field throughout the land of Egypt. And Moses stretched out his staff towards the sky, 
And the Lord sent thunder and hail and fire ran down to the earth. And the Lord rained hail on the land of Egypt. So there was hail and fire flashing continually in the midst of the hail. Very severe, such as had not been in all the land of Egypt since it became a nation. And the hail struck all that was in the field through the land of Egypt, both man and beast. The hail also struck every plant of the field and, sh and shattered every tree of the field. Only in the land of Goshen, where the sons of Israel were, the, there was no hail. Uh, now, in, in verse 23, it says, The Lord sent hail, thunder, and fire. Hebrew 784 means fire. So uh, there was actual fire in the hail and thunder that was falling down. Uh, now, uh, Pharaoh is uh, up to his deceiving ways again. Look at verses uh, 27 through 35. Then Pharaoh sent for Moses and Aaron and said to them, I have sinned this time. The Lord is the righteous one, and I and my people are the wicked ones. Make supplication to the Lord, for there has been enough of God's thunder and hail, and I will let you go, and you shall stay no longer. And Moses said to him, As soon as I go out of the city, I will spread out my hands to the Lord. The thunder will cease, and there will be hell no longer, that you may know that the earth is the Lord's. But as for you and your servants, I know that you do not yet fear the Lord God. Now the flocks and the barley were ruined, for the barley was in the ear of the flock in the bud. But the wheat and the spelt were not ruined, for they ripened late. So Moses went out of the city from Pharaoh and spread out his hands to the Lord and the thunder and the hail ceased and rain no longer poured on the earth. But when Pharaoh saw that the rain and the hail and thunder had ceased, he sinned again and hardened his heart, he and his servants. And Pharaoh's heart was hardened and he did not let the sons of Israel go just as the Lord has spoken through Moses. Uh, I think we see why Pharaoh hardened his heart again. Uh, if you look at verses, uh, let's look at verses 31 through 30, 31 and 32 again. Now the flocks and the barley were ruined and the barley was in the ear of the flocks was in bud. But the wheat and the spilt were not ruined for they ripened late. Uh, notice most of the crops were ruined, but the wheat and the spilt uh, had not ripened yet. Now what is spilt? Uh, according to a nature's legacy, spilt is an ancient grain widely recognized for its many health benefits. Uh, Tritacum spelta, the scientific name for spelt. It is a harder and more nutritious, it is a more harder nutritious cousin to uh, modern wheat. Uh, some uh, taxonomists uh, classify spelt as a parent of wheat. So uh, even to this day, we see one of the earliest domestic uh, grains spelt has, uh, hasn't changed since uh, these Old uh, Testament biblical times. All right, that brings us to the end of Exodus chapter 9. Thank you for listening. God bless. Deep.